Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type. Like, I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work, self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Today on the show, we have Nikisha Riley. She is a wellness advocate, mother, and newly divorced woman finding her way through life and a new city. I'm really excited to talk to Nikisha about this transition as she stands in being single and moves through the different ebbs and flows of this journey. Here is Nikisha's story. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Nikisha, I'm so glad we're able to do this. This is great. Um, Just (laughs) finally, (laughs) finally, right? (laughs) Um, Just for a disclaimer, guys listening, um, girls listening, folks listening. We had our conversation recorded a few weeks ago and then it got accidentally erased because technology is wonky sometimes. And I took that as a sign as, oh, well, I think that we should be diving into a different part of Nikisha's story. So I have a feeling this is going to work out perfectly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So before we start, Nikisha, let everybody know who you are and what you do. Oh, my God. This is like always the the cheesy part, you know? Okay. So, but, you know, it's kind of, it's cool because it reminds me of when I was younger when they're like, okay, tell everybody about yourself, Nikisha. (laughs) (laughs) So I am an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I am a holistic social media influencer. And uh, yeah. A woman in the throes of self-discovery, I feel like. Oh, my God. (laughs) Constant. Constant. And usually when it happens, it happens fast and a lot at once. It's like extreme for me when I go through changes. The last time we talked, you were transitioning out of a marriage, sending Mm -hmm. your son off to play soccer in Spain and Mm -hmm. preparing to move to California. So basically starting your life kind of all over again. And I want to talk to you about how that transition has unfolded in your life and what you've been learning about yourself as an individual and no longer a wife or as hands-on mom, right? So as we, as our kids grow, we kind of have to relinquish some of that hands-onness. So how has that been for you? Oh, man, it has been challenging, but this is actually the first time in my life where I'm learning to enjoy the challenges. Because it's like now I see that when life throws challenges at you, if you like, if you deal with it in a positive way, you can use it to make yourself more resilient and stronger. And oh, look at Oprah's story, right? Green Oprah, right? Without her story, right? So now I welcome the challenges, and it's been a crazy transition. It's been unearthing things in me that I didn't realize still needed healing. Mm. 
I mean, well, I had my son really young. Um, you're, you're, you were a young mom too, yeah. as I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been with me, you know, for 18 years and now I'm on my own. And then I was married and with the same guy for almost 10 years and we had a house together in Austin. So just going through all these transitions, I'm like stripped down to like nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm alone. It's just me, myself and I, and it's, it's exciting because now I feel like I'm I'm able to handle whatever healing that's coming up. So I realized that I might have, you know, some attachment issues, you know, from not having my father around growing up and, like, not having, you know, close bonds with my mom and just all these things that I'm looking at now that I'm alone just to make sure that, if I have those moments of like, man, I feel lonely, mm-hmm. I don't want to make my source other people. Mm. Now I'm forced to source that love and that attention and that I, that connection that I crave because of like my messed up past <laughs> um, from myself. Yeah. So it's been it's been really challenging, but also empowering at the same time because I feel like I'm ready for it. So I take it as a positive thing. But some girl, sometimes I feel like I'm going I'm going little guy crazy, and then I'm just like forget men, forget humans on the whole. Everybody's messed up. Like none <laughs> yeah. of us know what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We're it's all so... just out here trying to. Trying to figure it out. And I just, you know, I'm really excited to be talking to you about this because, I mean, our first conversation that we had that got lost was a good conversation. But I feel like now, since you've been in California for a while and you are by yourself, you don't like the story is just different. And the feel that comes with I have to figure out how to love myself by myself, you know, like as young moms, um, I, you know, I had Charlie when I was 18, like she's grown up with me and yeah. now, you know, being married and then having another baby, like I've never been by myself. I've never been able to experience just how Alex moves through the world wow. as an adult. And, you know, I, I mean, I've chose, I chose this life. I chose to be yeah. married. I chose to have more children and I'm happy with the choice that I made, but I do sometimes sit back and think, I've never been by myself. And I think that's why I enjoy my quiet time as a form of my self-care, because that's the only time that I'm by myself is when my husband and the girls leave. (laughs) Other than that, like, it's like, it's just, it's just me. And I've had to grow up in front of another person. So seeing things, seeing you on the other side of this and, you know, having a grown son and also transitioning out of a marriage into a new city, it's really beautiful to be able to see how far you've come from what you've shared on social media. Um, yeah, and And just, I want to talk a little more about what it was like for you to leave Austin, to leave everything behind and start over from scratch in California. How, how has that been for you? Okay, I'm, I 
I'm not even going to fake the funk because I don't do the fake phony stuff. Honestly, it wasn't hard for me to move on from Austin. I think I moved on from Austin a few years ago in my mind. Mm -hmm. It's just that I had to get real with myself Mm -hmm. and, like, what I really wanted. So, basically, another thing that I'm learning is to be okay with... um, desiring something and getting what I desire I I shut a lot of that side of me that part of myself down um also too because I was just like a hardcore Christian when I was married which I'm not Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. um and also too you know being in social media everybody thinks you know I had this girl she was like she was like, you share everything on social media. I was like, no, I don't. I said, I'm very, like, I share vulnerable moments, but I don't share everything. So it's kind of scary to think that people who follow you, that a lot of them think that you share everything. Mm-hmm. So they think they know your whole life. And so there's, like, a lot of opinions and judgment and projection that happens. Like, I found a gossip thread about me talking about my divorce, and, like, I'm in Cali now. Looks like she's partying, smoking weed, and they're talking about my son's girlfriend. And I'm like, this is this is disgusting, and this is hurtful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm learning to navigate through it because these, these people, right, that follow me, I'm so grateful for my community, but these people that are the judgmental trolls, that throw the shade it's just like they're seeing another side of me and they think it's new and I'm Mm -hmm. like this isn't new like I've always been like this I just never shared it and you know I wasn't tapped into it really you know during the point uh, of living in Austin being married and right and owning a house and being you know a, a Christian a woman of God a Christian woman That's just not the space I was in. So now people are seeing this new side of me. I'm getting a lot of judgment, but I'm realizing, like, no, Nikisha, you have to do you. Like, this is who you are. Like, you're not going to be able to please everybody. Please yourself for once. Go please yourself. So, like, that's been another thing that's been unearthed in me is, like, okay, where are the areas in your life, Nikisha, where you still care about what people think? You know, I feel like I'm getting tested so hard on um, so many different areas, but like I see it really clearly now, and I am I'm able to approach it from where I'm like, okay, I could get a lesson from this. This this didn't turn out right. Right, right. Because the dating scene has been been pretty bad. You know, <laughs> since I've been divorced. Yeah. You know, and I get lonely. So I wouldn't say lonely, but you know, I'm I'm a woman with needs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I I'm coming out of a marriage where I'm I'm used to having someone with me all the time. Right. And then having my son with me all the time. So I'm used to like taking care of, of people and mm-hmm. like running a household. And there's things that I miss about that. Um, but then you know, for me, that's part of my meditation throughout the day. Is like reminding myself that my singleness is a beautiful space to be in and to look at what's positive about that space and where can I strengthen myself and like love myself more and grow more without yeah 
looking for it in other people, whether it's my son or my girlfriends or my guy friends or like some guy I'm, I'm seeing. Right. That mm-hmm. it needs to come from myself. Right. Because there's a lot of screwed up people out there who promise you the world and act like they're going to be genuine. And, oh, girl. It's a lot. I recently started wearing a new bra by Third Love, and I absolutely adore it. Did you know that breast shape matters when you're finding a good fit? I didn't. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I found the Fit Finder quiz really helpful when I was picking out my Third Love bra. I didn't know I was wearing the wrong size for so long. I think what's really awesome about this is that over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually a pretty fun experience. I answered a few simple questions, and I found my perfect fit in about 60 seconds. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, which is more sizes than most other brands, including their signature half cup sizes. Not only that, but Third Love is convenient. You can skip the trip to the mall, find your fit with their online fit finder, order, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. What really sold me on Third Love was the 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. What's not to love? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering Hey Girl listeners 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash heygirl to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash heygirl for 15% off today. I know that a lot of the stuff that's that's probably coming up for you now being on your own, even though it's so funny, like we're grown women and it's like to say being on your own, like that is so like that's big, like that's big. It's major and it's so pivotal to the growth that's going to continue to happen. And it's interesting because I don't believe that we're put on this earth to journey alone. Right. But I do think that there are going to be moments in the journey where we have to walk it by ourselves. And I think that the fact that you're able to acknowledge that, yes, you have needs and yes, you have these certain desires and yes, you're in a new place and you want to kind of find your footing and fit in the new place that you're at, not in a conforming way, but just like, I want to make a new place, my home. Right. It takes so much unlearning of the past yeah. To even to even step into the new the new blooming season. So yeah, I read something on your social. I, I I read something on your social media that really struck a a chord with me, and just like you were laying on the beach, it was or, or white sands. It was absolutely gorgeous, and you were explaining just where you were emotionally. I want to talk about the duality of being who you are now and also stepping into who you were before because you you said you've said on social too like this side of me isn't new 
it just wasn't out in the open. And granted, it shouldn't have been because you were a wife. And, you know, like there's just certain yeah. things that we don't do as wives. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't think anybody really like under, understands that, like when you honor the person you're with and you honor your bond, exactly. like there's just certain things you're not going to be doing. And now exactly. you are a single woman able to step into this newfound freedom. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit, the duality of it, you know, <sighs> leaving Oof. behind that Christian wife thing. I saw you kind of evolved out of that and then stepping <laughs> into, you know, being free in your own way without yeah. worrying about judgment because people are going to judge regardless. Yeah. Well, Girl, I'm all about embracing it and helping other people embrace their duality because I don't know where this whole monolith thing came from. But, yeah, it's like when people put you on a pedestal, they just want you to do what they want you to do. The minute you do anything outside of that, it's a problem. It's like, oh, why is she doing that? I don't understand. I don't, I don't. It's like it's not for you. That's why it's for me. Right. So I and that's what I find very empowering now because I did I had to ask myself like, yeah, Nikisha, like, why are you caring? Like if this is what you want to do or like this is what you want to share or this is what's making you happy and this is where you're at, like just just be there. Just be there. You know, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I don't have to feel ashamed or guilty because I think there's a lot of guilt and shame around um, women, especially as mothers, especially as black mothers around um, being a sexy, carefree black woman. You know, there's so many horrible stereotypes. It's like you can't be smart and you can't be ratchet and you can't be classy and you can't be, you can only be one thing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm so many different things and I'm tired of like shutting down parts of myself or hiding parts of myself to make other people feel comfortable because that does jack shit for me. Right. And it doesn't do a service for anybody else because I do feel like we're all here for a reason. And if we're not telling our story, like our story, Mm -hmm. we're not going to do be of service to anybody right and that's what I'm passionate about is like living out my passions while servicing other people you know servicing my black community servicing the youth so it's like if I can't do that then there's no point and that's exactly where I'm at I'm like look I'm classy I'm ratchet I'm holistic and part of being holistic is sometimes you go Go out and, you know, maybe get drunk with your friends one night and dance till five in the morning, you know? Right. And then maybe another time it's you're sitting on your balcony reading a book for a whole day, you know, smoking a joint or whatever, drinking green tea or coffee. It's just, to me, it's all taking care of yourself. And um, I'm just trying to teach people not to care about what other people think as far as how they're choosing to take care of themselves Mm -hmm. on a holistic level, because Mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. I'm living my best life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you sound good. And it's been, it's been a real pleasure to be able to see, you know, just how you've been moving through this. And I really appreciate 
when, you know, you get certain um, comments or feedback on social media and like people just being nosy about like, why are you divorced? And just these questions that are so just not anyone's business. And they assume that he cheated. Right. No, he no, didn't I cheat. He's that. a great man. <laughs> I saw People that. People get divorced for so many So many reasons. different, right. It's not always cheating. Right. Like, and I like that you've been able to honor, like, just having some boundaries around what you're willing to share and what you're not. Because sometimes when we do give the little extra mile, people always expect to, like, run a marathon with you. And that's just not that's just not how it works so I just am I'm just congratulating you on moving through this in a way that makes you feel good um so before we wrap up I want you to give some words to your younger self or to your evolving self because you've been through a lot over the past 18 years so if you could tell yourself something before you stepped into this new threshold, if you could tell yourself something, what would that be? Like I said, when we first um, tried to record this right. podcast, right. Is, is, is just having proper boundaries. I wasn't raised with um, the tools in my toolbox mm-hmm. to know how to have boundaries. And to me, that's everything, especially when you come from trauma and abuse like I have you have an issue with boundaries and that seeps over into how you allow people to treat you I've allowed adults to like bully me and mistreat me because I was so used to that as a as a child and as a teenager like just being abused and bullied so just boundaries boundaries they're just so huge like it's how you tell others what you need and it's speaking on behalf of ourselves to make sure that we're protecting and taking care of ourselves Mm -hmm. and it's us being able to tell other people when they're acting in a way that's not acceptable to us and we need to be able to express when something is too much or not feeling right. Yeah. So just, I've learned that now. I've learned like sometimes you might have to hurt some people's feelings and say like, no, yeah, that's not, I'm not comfortable with that. Or, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that. Because um, I'm, I'm like such a people pleaser and I don't like hurting people's feelings and like, you know, I just want to love on people. But I realize that's not the world, Alex. Yeah. People take advantage of people like me. So I'm just like, no, boundaries. So if I could tell the younger Nikisha, like, I would teach her how to have boundaries because that's that's everything that's your self-love right there without boundaries you're you're not loving yourself you're not taking care of yourself you're kind of letting letting the world and people do what they they want with you and that's just that is not love Mm. i think that's a great way to end Hey Girl Podcast is a member of the District Productive, produced by Paul, Woody Woodhall, and me, Alex L. 
Music by DC's own Kokai. <laughs>